Luke Raley of the Tampa Bay Rays joining us on FT Live on a Fraser Friday. Yo. Luke, how you doing, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me. It's great to have you, dude. So first off, let's rewind yesterday. How fun was that dub? And for you, the big home run. Yeah, it was a it was a good win. Um, the A's are playing good baseball right now, and they were they were pesky. They weren't going away. So it was a you know good to take a series split there and in San Diego now, hoping to win a series here. Hey, my question to you is a funny question here. Uh, I Google I Googled you just to see. And for some reason, why did it come up that through you throwing? You're, you're a pitcher, actually, as we Googled you right there. You're on the mound. Look, it looks like you're throwing a little two-seamer right there. What do you got? Yeah, no, it's just a little, one of those little lob balls. Just trying, trying not to get killed out there. Uh, how, did you do on, how did you do on the mound? It's not good. My ERA uh, is really high. <laughs> say, Kratzy, I don't know about you. I know you were on the mound one time, but I got a zero – Zero ERA, only 13 pitches pitched with the strikeout. So um, I'll take that <laughs> every day of the week. Was that in the Little League or? No, that was with the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Struck out. Um, oh, my God. He's on the Red Sox now. Kike? Duvall. Duvall. Oh, Duvall. Adam Duvall. He wasn't happy on a knuck piece. Yeah, but uh, I think. Yeah, the guy with the old knuckleball. Yes. The, the thing <laughs> is, though, Luke, when you join the Tampa Bay Rays organization and you're a pitcher, let's say, with a lot of talent, they unlock you, you know, like Robert Stevenson and a Deakman joins. There's a billion names, right, in that bullpen for this past several years. Fairbanks, we'll get into for his other injury in a moment. But did they not show you what you needed to do to succeed on the mound? Like, hey, dude, you got a lot of ride on your heater. Let's bring it up in the zone a little bit. Yeah, no, they, they basically told me uh, they were looking for first pitch strikes to keep the percentage up. For the bullpen uh, percentage, other than that, they just wanted me to not get hurt. So I said, well, you know, I'll lob it over the plate and see what I can do. Was that successful? You didn't get hurt? I didn't get hurt, but I did. I was doing the old chuck and duck, getting off the mound, making sure I wasn't getting a screamer back at me. But you sound like you need to ice your ego because your, e <laughs> your ERA is so high. My ERA is it's not good. <laughs> that, is, that is not good. But what I really want to know about what needed to be iced was that bat that you snapped over your leg the other day. Now, like, Todd never got angry. Todd actually never made any outs, so <laughs> he didn't have to snap bats. But nice. what I love about it, and I need you to tell me if this this will work, you hit a lot of dingers. What do you have, 12, 15 homers this year? 12, yeah. 12. Okay, so you're going to hit probably – 27 to 30 pumps, all-star game. You know, you'll, you'll get to play in the all-star game, all that stuff. I need you on one of your moonshots to snap the bat over your leg and turn to the catcher and say, that's all this one had, and throw it and then run around <laughs> the bases. Can you do that? I don't think I can. Honestly, it's – I don't know what – why I snap bats over my legs. I think that was probably about the fifth time I've done it. But I'm serious, I black out, and it happens so quick that I don't think I could do it because I'm not angry in that situation. So it's all anger? It's all anger. But do you get a bruise on your thigh? No, actually, I, I don't even have a mark from the last one. So that's what I'm saying. You can do it. Yeah, but I, but I, I have to be angry. I, don't, I have to, like, there's just something that, that full commitment comes out when, when you're angry and, you, and you're seeing red. Um, 
you know, it's one of those things you hit a home run. I'm not going to be fired up like that in the, in the sense that I'm angry where I feel like I could snap a bat. And if I'm not fully committed, that's, that's when you really hurt your leg. Is there anything else that makes you that angry? Striking out three times? Yeah, that's <laughs> striking out four, I guess. Four. <laughs> okay, <laughs> true. that's fair. How many times have you been kicked out of a game in your life? Once. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, one time I, I argued balls and strikes and uh, I was in, we were in high A. I was ar arguing balls and strikes. Third strike out of the game, got, got tossed. So I guess that's what it takes. The, the third strike, it's always the bad one. Did you want to snap the umpire over your leg when that happened? <laughs> I, no, um, I, I really didn't even say too much. I just, I was arguing balls and strikes. You know, you're not allowed to do that. And I got run. So that, that was that. Hey, I, I got one for you. So this year you, you seem to come out of your shell a little bit, hitting really well. You hit your 12th home run. Talk to us about the adjustments you made, if any, anything in the offseason that you did, because this is stuff like, I wish I knew because I always did the same things and I kind of stayed same. But for me, I didn't look at film as much because I didn't like to side angle myself. But for you, like, was there something that clicked or is there, you know, somebody you talked to that you say, you know what, physically I need to do this or mentally I need to do this. Talk about the adjustments you're making this year. Uh, we, we had a lot of conversations during the season last year about things we wanted to go into the offseason and work on. Um, two of the biggest things were I wanted to minimize my leg kick and I wanted to minimize my hand movement. So essentially I went into the off season and I would take my normal load that I had for the last five years and get into that kind of launch position. And then I was just hitting from that launch position and that's where I essentially ended up um, in my stance this year. So my hands are closer to my body and back further. My, my stride is just a stride, not a leg kick. I think the minimized movement has helped me recognize pitches better, um, be on time to a little extra velocity that you see in the big leagues. So I think that they were big adjustments and, and have kind of led me on the right path. Now you said we, who is we, is that motor in you? Is that Mo motor, motor, uh, Dan and Brady, two, uh, two of our other hitting coaches here. I had, I had the full conversation with, with all three of them here in the big leagues and then Will Bradley last year was was our AAA uh, hitting coach, and he helped me a lot in that conversation as well. So Dan, so money, so money was in there. Was money? Did he get in there and show you how to hit it, or is he just like this is what you should do? Yeah, he he, he told me. He told he just, me. He, he just told me. you. Yeah, exactly. Now, now when you, I, Chad Matola is who we were talking about when I said motor. Chad mm -hmm. Matola and I were teammates. He taught me a lot of things like don't don't change after after games so you can wipe barbecue sauce on your undershirt that you wear. Yes. Like he taught me a lot of valuable AAA type type of lifestyle things. But he's an incredible hitting coach. Mm -hmm. Now money money is the what would you call him? He's like the he's, he's kind of more of like an anal yeah more of an analytics kind of guy and break down the the swing like that. And money is probably, you know, just a tick bigger than my pencil. And motor <laughs> is an absolute hoss. Motor is like, he looks, he looks like he still plays, except yes. for the gray hair and the fact that he needs a Red Bull to be able to open his eyes. But <laughs> what can you take from both of those guys? With motor having the career that he had 
and money with all the respect that he has in, you know, in how he can, how he can read different things. Like how, how do you say, like, are there some days when you're like, Hey money, I need to know what this is. And like other days you're like, Hey money, shut up. I need to listen to motor or how, how does that work for you? No, you know, that that's something that I think is really interesting here. They have kind of a hands-off approach and they, they only help you when you want help, which for myself is all the time. I'm always looking for answers, uh, new things, you know, any, any kind of trick. So, you know, I think money has helped a lot in, in, you know, looking for tips as a hitter and other little things that, you know, he brings to the table. And then on the swing side of things, motor has just been fantastic. I mean, he'll catch me the, the day I had the bad day in Oakland. Um, he came up to me after the game and was like, I think you're drifting forward just a little bit. So we went to the cage yesterday morning, um, really focused on not drifting forward. And it seemed to seem to help. It's, it's funny because we were just talking about that drifting forward. That's that's a big thing, not only in professionals, but for young kids, too, as well, which I, I know Eric does and I know AJ does with their young adults, trying to get them to understand to stay on that backside a little bit. Use, use your backside to come through, not necessarily need a launch angle and all that other things. But for you, 90s percentile in exit velo, your sprint speed is up, your hard hit percentage is up, your barrel percentage is up. Um, things that I never would have thought about when I was playing, but it's phenomenal. It's, it, it, it's a boat. It's a test to you. Um, how you're working. And I, I would say to you, a key thing would be less is more. Uh, would you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I think that that, that was the, the big uh, message this off season. And what I did to my swing is less is more. Um, I, I'm a big guy. I don't, I don't need the extra movement to add power. Um, I just need to make good contact. And I, it, it's still what I struggle with. I mean, you just said like the hard hit, the barrel, it's all there. But the chase rate, chase rate is still high, and the swing and miss is still high. But that that's the player I am, and and I don't think that that's ever going to fully go away. I can continue to work on it and get better at it, but I, I think having a less is more approach helps in that situation where I'm, I'm, it helps me swing and miss less. Luke, you seem like a really nice guy. I want to give you the opportunity to curse if you'd like you're allowed to on this show you're allowed to give me a fuck yes to this answer if you'd like okay i know you have to be on your best behavior on tv <laughs> and everywhere else all right the more players listen to this show major leaguers your colleagues than any other show in baseball are you an all-star i i would love to be an all-star i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give you a fuck yes on that um there's a lot of people deserving to be an all-star um, I, I really don't focus on it. I, I can't truly tell you like with, with a hundred percent honesty that I feel that I'm an all-star. I would love to be an all-star. I'm going to continue to work and play hard, um, to put up numbers, to try to be an all-star, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you, fuck yes, I am an all-star. <laughs> Whatever. I at least give him credit for dropping two F-bombs no, during that. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll expand it. How many... Raise all-stars are we going to have this year? Because I'm looking down legitimately, like being real with myself and going in some years, I could probably pick out about nine dudes. Now, last year, the team high for all-stars sent from one ball club was six. So you're not going to get nine. It's just not realistic. So you want to just rattle off names without saying all 26? Well, 
I would say that Shane McClanahan, McClanahan is locked. Yandy should be a lock. Randy should be a lock. Wander should be a lock. I mean, those four for sure. I think Josh has done awesome. Josh Lowe, Harold Ramirez, um, Zach Eflin, and myself, I, I think could very well make the team. There you go. I'll add one more even. Isak. I mean, oh, and Isak. And Isak. Yeah. I, that's why I'm looking yeah. down the lineup. I'm like, all right. Hard well. to forget. Some guys are going to get screwed here, unfortunately. You know, right, 100%. there's just too many of you on one team. And you know, do you think that at this point in the world, we should just say, hey, let's take the best guys there, or maybe we be looser with the restrictions on rosters and whoever gets voted and, and placed in gets placed in. Then once that's done, if there's a few remaining teams, right, like A's, Tigers kind of ball clubs, and they don't have an all-star that gets selected, then we just add them afterward. Or you think we've already got so many and not everyone gets a medal? No, I, I, I don't know. I think the, the all-star game should be broken down for, you know, how you've done that season. And I, I don't always think that that's the case. Uh, I think it should be the best numbers for the season, get into the all-star game. That's what makes you an all-star for the year. It's not a career thing. So that's always been my opinion on it. But I, I, I'm not in agreement with everyone gets a medal kind of thing. Um, it is what it is. You, you have a good season. You're an all-star. You deserve it. Got my vote. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, the nickname, Nuke, Luke the Nuke, man. <laughs> Talk to, when did you get that? Was that like a high school thing? Was that a, a, a girlfriend that said, you know, you hit nukes, man. Let's talk. Where, where did you, where did you get that nickname from, man? I, honestly, I have no idea where it came from. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, people started saying "nuke, nuke, nuke." I, I was hearing it around the clubhouse a little bit, and I, you know, Brady North, one of the hitting coaches, he kept saying, "Put on a t-shirt, put on a t-shirt." I'm like, yep. "What are you guys talking about?" So, but yeah, it's it's kind of caught on, and um, you know, even my family has will send me text messages after a home run and be like. Oh, Nuke, you got another one. You know? Love that. <laughs> is, is mom, is mom calling you Nuke now? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, big dog. They call you big dog. Hey, let's go, Nuke. Keep it up. Is mom and Duke's yeah. calling you Nuke? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, before I get to a few fan questions here watching live, you were part of history. They had the reverse boycott the other night. The Rays broadcast did an awesome job covering it. I mean, that is one of those games that you are going to tell kids, grandkids, fam, friends about forever. How cool was it to be a part of that where fans show up and represent a city that unfortunately is going to lose its ball club? Oh, it was really cool. Um, I, I've never actually been a part of a playoff game in the big leagues, but I'll tell you what, if that's what a playoff atmosphere is like, it's going to be crazy. Um, they were loud. They were into it. They were engaged. I mean, they, they got their point across. There's no, there's no question about that. Yeah, and they're playing good ball, too, for the Yeah, week. no doubt. felt like a soccer match in, in Europe or something. They're just loud, banging drums, drums people screaming, chant, and I thought that, that was really, really cool of them to do that. Yeah, it was, it was very unique and, and really special. So, Luke, I'll give you a few fan questions. Drew said, have you ever tried to do the Randy cross-armed celebration? Uh, we do it. You know, we'll do it in the outfield. We'll do, do it in the outfield after we win a game. Um, I let Randy kind of do that. That's Randy's thing. I'm I'm more of a you know high five and get my butt back into the dugout kind of guy. But it you know that's Randy's thing, and I love it. 
I'm going to combine these two because they've got some similarities. So TJ said, it would be interesting to hear him discuss Tampa's, Tampa's platoon approach and how it helps him get good matchups and situations to hit in. And then New Country Songs goes, all right, Nuke was drafted by the Dodgers, traded to Minnesota, broke out with the Rays. How has his thinking about the game, roster management, and strategy changed across each team? I think there's some similarities to that question with the platoon situation and just how they've been able to implement all of the talent on the roster to put them in the best situations. Yeah, I think I think the Rays do an absolutely fantastic job of it. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you know, I know when a lefty's on the mound, I'm not going to be in the lineup unless unless they need me because somebody's banged up. And you know, I'm 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 completely content with that. It, it is what it is. That's how we play baseball, and that's how we win as many games as we've won this year. Oh, that's fair. I like it. And did they go over that with you? I mean, when does that come into the mix? And how do you keep yourself fresh against the other side? Because if someone goes down, you could have to jump into a spot like that. Yeah, I mean, you always, you always stay ready and, and stay fresh in those situations. You know, we, we have machines. We, I work off lefty breaking balls off the machine and do some other things off the machine to keep myself ready to face lefties. I mean, I still will face some out of the bullpen every now and then. But it's not even something that they really talk to us about. When I got traded over here, the one thing that they did mention was, Hey, if you're not starting, that doesn't mean you're not playing today. And and they've made that very clear. They're going to put you in when they think there's a good matchup for you at the plate. They're going to put you in there. And if you were struggling, do you feel like you would be like, "Ugh, I hate that they don't put me in. I hate that. The, or is that just an excuse for guys who are struggling? And since you're having success, you're like, yeah, I love it. No, I, I mean, I haven't heard anyone say that this year. And we really haven't had too many struggling hitters. I think we've done a pretty good job staying out of that category. But I, I think that if, if you can get a team to fully buy into that, it, it's special. And I, and I really believe that that's what we have here. All right. I got a quick ask you before we let you go. I got to ask you about Lake Erie College Division II National Powerhouse. <laughs> And how the heck a monster like you got there because I went to a Division three school. I got to play in the minor leagues for a long time. Even got to play for the big league Tampa Bay Rays for like six minutes. <laughs> but, you know, how – like take, take us on like the quick journey of how that happened and look at you now. We're talking about the All-Star game. Yeah, basically uh, I didn't get any offers. I mean – that, that's what it boils down to. I, just like every other kid, I wanted to go to a Division One school on a scholarship and, you know, go there and play right away and go to the College World Series and do all these things that the, the D1 schools, you know, get, get to do. It, it was my dream, and um, it didn't work out that way. I had a good offer from Lake Erie, and my brother pitched there. So it was one of those things. I was like, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to go and play with my brother something that I've always wanted to do. So I was lucky enough my freshman year to start right away. Um, uh, you know, every game I was healthy, I started there. And my brother was the ace of our staff my freshman year. And it was the only time Lake Erie College has made a regional and won a regional game. Um, my brother got the win in that game. So it was just, it ended up working out perfect. I got to play with my brother for, for a year. Um, and I kind of told myself that, 
if it's meant to be that I'll get drafted, I'll get found. And I, I truly believe that. And that's what happened. For sure. Love it. That's awesome. Hey, and it worked out, man. Dude, it was great to talk to you for the first time. We appreciate it, man. Hope you had a good time here on Foul Territory. Keep doing your thing, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you. Luke Rayleigh on FT Live. Our guy from the White Sox, Lance Lynn, joining us on FT Live right now. Lance, what's going on? How much drip is too much drip? <laughs> oh, that's, that's come a long way since I came in. What's up, fellas? What's up, man? Who's, who's, got the most, who's got the most ice during I fin- games? I finally get on here with you one oh, time. Oh, have you not got? No. Yeah, how are we doing, man? How's yeah. it going, man? Uh, who has the most on your team? I know we got a couple guys that, that do it uh, do it up pretty good um, between you got Mankado and Eloy. Can't go wrong with either one of those two. Hey. Uh, Louis Roberts right there with him, though. He actually might be number one now I think about it. <laughs> hey, so you and me keep it real all the time. You know that, right? From the plane flights oh, yeah. to everything else. So, one, <laughs> I saw you slam that, you know, that tablet. You know, I'm like, all right, well, let the t- – so I, I kind of figured out what you need. And I, <laughs> and I don't know if you've been doing this, but remember Gloria? <laughs> you, oh. need, you need to bring yourself back some glory. So, Gloria, long story short, it's tequila. Um, <laughs> it's a flavored uh, tequila that – you know, me and Lance and a couple of boys like to drink. Have you been Have you been talking to Gloria lately or no? I ha- I have not seen uh, Gloria since we played with Jesse Chavez. Oh, that man. was that was his go to. So uh, I don't even remember what flavored tequila that was. But yeah, he pulled that out that year, and you're we like, what in the world? He goes, Yeah, man, I've been trying this all off season. You guys got to try it, and everybody got hooked. I can't, dude. I still can't get enough of it. So I, it's been around <laughs> the block. I don't need to go to Delaware or Maryland to get it now. It's actually in Jersey, so I'm good. There you go. I'm gonna you got everything you, you need in Jersey I'm, now. I'm going to send you a bottle. Of <laughs> and you said, who is it? Jesse Chavez brought it? Yeah, Chavez, yes. Have you seen Chavez, by the way, what he's doing this year? Dude's 39, having a career year, and we're part of the crew that's trying to get him to the All-Star game. Ken Rosenthal just blasted it out to the world, too. And fans are like, thank you, because obviously no one's paying attention to him outside of Atlanta. Yeah, no, uh, Chavi's a national treasure, so for him to go to the All-Star game, that would be, yeah. be perfect for everybody. Uh, you got a guy, look at me, he's played for every team twice, I think. <laughs> and, but, uh, no, Chavi is, is one of my favorite teammates, man. He, uh, he keeps it real every day, uh, makes, you, makes you have fun when you come in, and he's always going to show up and do his thing. So it's, uh, no it's definitely fun to see him do, his, do what he's doing. I want you to follow. I want you to one up my Jesse Chavez story. Besides the fact that I hit a dinger off of him, that's you know that's that's here and there. Humble brag for me. In spring training with the Pirates, we got our meal money, and you know how they used to give it, give us the cash. Everybody put their meal money together when we were all hanging out at an establishment, and he licked the urinal cookie for everybody's meal money. Oh, so I need you to. I need you to. I can't. One, one I can't beat that one. Story. Man, you can't beat that one. That's that's that was that was when he was young though. That was just, he's real young back then, wasn't he? Yes. Now so, he's got yeah. now he's got a lot of cheese. Yeah. Now he's now he's you know especially when we went to Oakland and did some did some uh, swing with the starting and stuff like that. So he got himself a little bigger, a little bigger paycheck than no more urinal urinal cakes. Uh, <laughs> you can't top a urinal cake, Licky. He, I mean, he, he went he went there. Yeah, I didn't know that about him. I'm gonna have to reach out to him and be like, man, you you really come a long way. That is he has definitely come a long way. <laughs> hey, is Jake Berger an all-star this year? 
Man, you see what he's doing since he showed up? Why would he not be? Guy just yeah. whacks homers, bro. I don't know what else to say about <laughs> him. Uh, he just absolutely just whacks at whatever baseball's thrown at him. I love it. Uh, man, whacking home runs, uh, doing everything he's asked. Man, this this guy's gone through a lot in his career um, before he even got to the big leagues with the Achilles stuff. Um, but you're seeing a guy who really wants to be great. He works hard every day and uh, just loves the loves baseball and loves to hit. So. It's fun. It's fun watching guys like that come up and and show what they're made of. When when you kind of get counted out, whether it's injuries or get stuck behind people and stuff like that, you know, he's showing people what he's made of, and that's awesome. What's his attitude like? I feel like when it's someone like Jake who had to overcome a lot, devastating injury. I know he thought about quitting. His parents talked him back into playing ball. Does he walk in there like with swag? Hey, I belong here. Let's go. I got a lot of confidence, or more of the appreciation factor like damn can't believe i'm back here in the bigs and i'm looking like a 40 homer guy now yeah i think it's a little bit of both i think he knows he can hit and he knows that he can play here but he's also just appreciative that he's here it's like he's like a little kid man um he grew up in st louis so he had the luxury of watching me play when he was in high school so he lets me know that all the time um so he's a baseball fan at heart um and he loves the game so you see that every day in him. He just loves to be there, loves to go through the process, and he loves to grind in the cage. And guys like that are, are fun to watch, especially when they succeed. Hey, so question for you about yesterday's game. And obviously Jake stole the show two days ago. But yesterday, any issues with – and it was it was Louie, right? Not going for the baseball on the walk-off? Yeah, yeah. Louie, yeah. Do, you, do you have to show the, the fake effort there? Uh, you know what? You always you know that the game's over, so you understand the, the process. But you also know that the pitcher's out there grinding his butt off with a guy starting at second to start the inning. So uh, it's one of those things where you, you help your teammate out when you get him an out, and, and you know the, the it doesn't hurt as bad. But the game's over right there on that ball. He has no chance to throw anybody out, so you understand what you what uh, happened. But you know, as pitchers, we always we need we always need that extra one out on the thing that that inning and a third or something like that just makes it hurt a little less do you ever do you ever think about like the guys when you were when you first came up like those grizzled vets who were like would have would have aired out roberts for that and you know do you think that guy is you know ah whatever like whatever bro or do you think that's needed sometimes in clubhouses I think it's one of those things where you always need, you always need to know that, hey, we're all in this together. Uh, as much as, you know, it's an individual game with you versus the hitter in the box and things like that. No matter what, we're all pulling in the same direction and we're never going to quit until the game's officially over. I think as long as that's the way that it's portrayed instead of saying, hey, I need you to go get that out for my numbers. That's a different story. But it's like, hey, play till the ball's caught and do whatever you can. And, and then we'll come back and get them tomorrow. If we do it that way. You know, usually things go your way as the season goes on. So we just got to keep making sure we, we play till the end, and that's what it's all about. Hey, Lance, what are your thoughts on what's gone on with the Oakland A's situation? That's dominated the news beyond baseball, especially this week. It's basically official that they're going to be going to Vegas, and it seems like forget the owner. We know he's trash. He's done the city wrong. But, you know, the commissioner spoke yesterday too, and he, he threw like the sarcastic diss at fans. They were like, oh, what would you think of the reverse boycott, which had 27,000 people. By the way, the Vegas stadium's going to have max capacity of 30K. And he's like, oh, it's nice to see. I'm paraphrasing a little. It's nice to see like an average crowd there for once, basically, is what he said. Mm. That doesn't surprise me. Um, but, <laughs> so, 
But you look at, uh, you know, you look at Oakland, they, they definitely need a new stadium. You just wish it was going to be in Oakland, to be honest. It's always fun to go play. I enjoy playing the Coliseum until you get in the showers and sewage starts coming out of the drains and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, all those old ballparks are always fun because you're like, man, this is where other guys play, guys play that you watch growing up and that you idolize. So you miss, you're going to miss some of that. But they definitely need a new ballpark. Um, I read something where, where Harper said that, you know, they had the expansion hockey team and everyone kind of rallied around them because it was theirs. I understand um, how the city of uh, Vegas could be like that, too. Man, we'd rather have an expansion so we can just it could be ours from the get go instead of getting somebody, uh, you know, somebody that's transferring in type thing. So um, I'm anxious to see what it, what it all really comes down to. But when it's said and done, Oakland, uh, the players and things like that, they needed a new ballpark. And I wish it was going to be in Oakland. Um, but it looks like it might be heading to Vegas for sure. I feel like when I listen to Manfred talk, do you feel like he has baseball's best interests at heart, or do you feel like there's some ulterior motive? I mean, you're looking at a, a guy who's who's got to run a business, and it's I think it's more sometimes more about the business in the game for him, and I guess that's his job. Um, but, you know, when I see – you know, NBA and the way that their commissioner works with their players and stuff, it just has a little different vibe than, than, than ours does. Um, but, you know, that's just the way the way it goes here. So I think it's more about business, more about getting expansions and more about making making as much money as possible. And it's not always about uh, maybe the players and the fans as it should be. Um, but, you know, if we go out and perform and put on a show, then I guess we're doing our job. Yeah, but isn't the business – the product on the field you know we've been saying that our whole careers haven't we when you play you're like man it's about us on the field people coming to watch us and, and us putting on a show but the more and more you play the more and more you realize it's we don't matter they're, we're just we're they're just waiting to bring the next 21 to 24 year up and team fans are going to uh, root for him no matter what so if we lose for a couple of years who who cares blah 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 we don't have to put the best product on the field all the time so I think it's gone away from that. It used to be, hey, let's go get the best players on each team each year to see what we can do. Now it's, oh, how can I uh, make the best business model possible? And that's their right as owners, man. They 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 bought the teams to make money, um, except one, the Mets owner seemed to buy the team to make sure he wins. Um, so um, it's all it's all a little different now than it used to be for sure. Do you feel like there should be two roles for a commissioner, like? CEO, business manager type of role who's thinking about the dollars and cents over everything, which seems to be the case for the most part. And then someone who's actually overseeing the game, the rules, all of that and still be in the league office. But it feels like two different jobs. Yeah, it definitely does. And when you look at especially when it comes to player relationship with the with the commissioner, um, it's not at a, it's not at an all time high. I can tell you that. So you need a, a buffer there. Uh, whether it's um, somebody that, you know, can actually come in and articulate that, you know, they care about the game and care about the players and not just uh, doing whatever's best for the owners. Um, so, you know, you're going to have that back and forth. You wish there was actually more of a back and forth. Um, right now it feels a little one-sided that, you know, he's a commissioner of baseball, but, you know, his job is to make the owners happy and make them a lot of money. And the players just got to deal with whatever comes. And, you know, that's that's part of the gig. We know what we signed up for, but you know, it would be nice to to be heard a little bit, especially when it comes to on-field matters, to uh, make the game as as good as it possibly can be for the fans and uh, you know for the health and safety of the players and all that stuff. 
Hey, you brought up the Mets. So for me, um, you see a guy like Cohen buying every which way, man. And it's just kind of, it's weird because we talk about this all the time. Like owners always say, oh, small market, this small market, that they can buy whatever they want. Why aren't, why aren't guys doing what Steve Cohen does? I just, I always find, found that frustrating. Yeah. It, I think he's got a little, little, little deeper bankroll than everybody though. It looks like. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> when you, you always knew it's like, it's like phrase in the card game. He always tried to bully the young kids because he knew his pockets <laughs> were deeper. Listen, so maybe that's, that's, that's a lie. No, I was going to bring that up too next. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just gave you a Steve Cohen cop. That's a compliment. That, no, that wasn't it, man. I, you know what? I'm a good bluffer, and you know when Lance would find a way. I don't know what it was. Lance would always find this way to beat me on, on these games. Jacks are better. Like I these I didn't even know how to play. He's like, come on, play, man. I'm like, I don't even know how to play this game. He forced me to play, and I'd end up losing. And then I'd, I'd want to kick his, you know, I'd kick his ass afterwards, and that's not going to happen because the guy's a freaking grizzly bear. But what was my favorite game that we played the whole time? Um, screw was, the dealer. or Yep. Yeah, oh, screw, yeah. screw the that? dealer. So everybody gets a card, <laughs> and you look at the card, and you know what card you got, basically. So if you have like a 10 or high, or like an 8 or high, you're going to keep it. Now you're going to say, I don't want to keep it. The next guy goes, he has a 2. He's like, I'm going to pass it. So now you know who's eventually going to get 2. Whoever has the lowest card at the end loses. But that was my big money game. That's where, you know, it's a quick game, and you get all the money, but – Lance always had this thing with me, and especially what, when was we were upstairs and we would play all the time, man, with a little yeah, Gloria, with, with a little conference room. I got you good that night. Yeah, you did, you did. I remember you had <laughs> you had a start that night, so I I, I let him win. Now, you don't want the guy yeah, to get angry before his start. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a little bottle of vino just before the start was good. Well, well, was, was that three? Was that was a three five seven game. That didn't oh, go well man, for you. That, no, it didn't go well at all. I, I, I didn't sleep good that night, but sun always comes up the next day. What, you got yeah. you got taken? Yeah, I got taken. Hopefully my wife isn't watching this one, but we're good. <laughs> so, later on, other teams, you got it back. Right? No, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. yeah. Even See? if I did. Yeah, it was just, it was just mill money. We don't get as much anymore. So it was like, yeah. what, $20 a day? Yeah, it that wasn't was it. wasn't much at all. That was it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> good st- that's the stuff. That's the stuff I miss about baseball the card games, the flights, and all that, and the, the shit talking all day on the plane, which was awesome for me. Well, just nonstop. That's what makes the game fun. That's why you're here. That's why I'm hey, shows who, here and you're at a who, casino. Are you still playing cards on? Is there any newcomers that are coming in playing with you guys? We, we've got we've got a Blu-ray go, game going on. That's pretty good. We got uh, we got Ben and Tenny and myself and uh, and then a couple of younger guys. So we take it easy on them, um, and we're we're milking them into middle of the season here, and then we can get them going. Show me your shirt. Yeah, I got my I got my shirt on here. Positive vibes here. There you go. Yeah, he's I, got a straight flush. <laughs> I'll take that every day of the week. Royal flush, right? Yeah. No, that's royal. Royal's that's royal. Nice. Yeah. Hey, ask him about your uh, your boy, the two year old. Oh went yeah. Viral. The video went viral the other day. I don't know if you saw this. You you dropping an f bomb on TV, and um, I think I think you might be able to see it here if we could play it. Um, the guy, you could see the guy actually played the video. He rewound it. I don't know if he told his son to say the F word, but the, it, it's not live. So I don't know how this even happened. I so. think it was genuine. And we'll, we'll throw to it in just a second here. So Yeah, we're going to play it. Because they asked him um, on social. People were like, oh, you drew this up. And he was like, no, I'm just playing it again for you. Because every time I play it, 
the kid reacts no, to it. But on, yeah, on TV, you could see he rewound it. Though. Yes, yeah. yes. But he was saying, like, he mm. did that, so I wanted people to see it. So yeah, I recorded I, he's it. looking for some clicks. I thought it was, okay, thought okay. it was garbage. Well, let's let Lance decide. I let's thought play it was it. garbage. <laughs> oh, man. See, no, Lance, he rewound it, though. So how many times did this guy do this? You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. I'll tell you what, if that kid said it right out of the gate and he's like, man, I'm going to rewind it and see if, it, if it's again, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I always said a long time ago, if you wanted, you know, family friendly, take your family to the zoo. So exactly, 100%. <laughs> 100%. I agree with that one. I, 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 thought, I thought he... I wonder how many times he rewound that just to get him to say that. So that's, that's yep. my my opinion. Yeah, they gotta get the mics off me when I'm coming off the mound. That's for sure. <laughs> for some reason, they're louder for you. I don't understand that. It's like they want to hear it. They want to hear it now. <laughs> Have they asked to mic you up or do any of the, you know, uh, well, not in game, but in dugout back and forth with you? Have you done any of that stuff recently? Yeah. So I was I told a long time ago if you're in game and when the mic not playing in the dugout you're a rat so you can't you can't do that so um that was one of one of the ones i try to stay away from and i definitely can't do it playing because that would just be non-stop uh every pitch so um i think i need to stay away from mics to be honest with you a, a hot mic's not good for me <laughs> not good for everybody wait so if you no. see a teammate in the dugout who's mic'd up you're like nah dude we're not friends today yeah, hundred percent. And then I'll, I'll sit by them and tell the mic every one of the bad things about them. Yeah. So then there's like they'll never do it again. You gotta understand, Lance. He doesn't give a shit about nothing. He wants. <laughs> he, he gives a shit about everything being done the right way. Mm-hmm. But if there's something going on, especially a younger guy, like he's not. It's not going to bode well for that. Dude. If, if it's got a look at me effect to it, I don't like it. It's all about the team <laughs> and, and what we got to do no today. No doubt, man. Appreciate you, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> Kratz, are you good? I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm just listening. I want to know. I want to know if Lance, if you go, to, you were talking about going to the zoo. We had somebody on the other day. What's the first exhibit you're going to look at when you go to the zoo? It's uh, it's d- depends on the on the walk, obviously, which one's okay. the furthest right away and how it how it sets up. But you're going lions and uh, gorillas one way or the other, and then you're wrapping around to see the other one on the way out. So that's the way I, I I'm doing it. Um, and then I got my, all my kids, all my kids like, like the lions and the gorillas too. So we're, that's what we go do. We go see the biggest, meanest ones. And then we, we kind of go from there. I like, do they, do they look at the gorillas and they're like, daddy, that kind of, kind of reminds me of you a little bit. Like, yeah, it's like, Hey, that's the, you know, the long line of uh, cavemen from back in the day. That's, that's what we got going on in this family. Hey, last thing we got a zoo in New Jersey. It's called the popcorn zoo. I don't know if you ever heard of these before. Well, when have I ever been to Jersey? (laughs) No, listen, (laughs) listen. I was going to give you respect if you did, so I I was putting it on the tee for you, but that's okay. No, dude, this this is is this real deal? Lacey Township. It's called the Popcorn Zoo, and these animals all have problems. So, like, there's an elephant with no trunk. There's like chickens, like walking around with one leg. Monkeys with one arm. Like, it's the and they give you popcorn and you give it to these animals, and it's the coolest thing in the world. I. I advise you come when you come up here and visit. We'll go down there with the kids and we'll have a good time. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, we come right. back later. I'll bring the kids. We'll go throw some popcorns and animals. That sounds real nice. Oh, they love and the, the monkeys are just catching like nothing. It's, so 
that you, sounds mean as hell. You're throwing popcorns no. at disabled animals, bro. No, you give them, you give them the popcorn. No, it's, it's a great time. And they're roaming everywhere. It's great. It's a good time for gotcha. the kids. Is it like a, the hospital zoo? It's like when you when you get hurt in the wild, you got to come live out your days I, here. I'm I'm not sure. I don't want to get it wrong now because now I'm, now, <laughs> yeah. I, now we're talking a little too much about it. So. <laughs> Todd's playing card games with them. Um, no, it's 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 a, it's a cool zoo though. I've never heard of that. You feel bad for these animals, but they are just like every other animal, just with you know something missing. That's all. They're good good. Where is this? It's in, in Lacey Township. It's great. I've never heard of this. We're all learning today. Eric's, Eric's going to come up. <laughs> Eric's dying. <laughs> popcorn zoo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the popcorn zoo. I'm thinking oh, like man. Flamingo with one leg. Yeah. Just you, standing you, you there just waiting it. for you to hit it with popcorn. <laughs> yeah. It's popcorn. We're going to put on. it up today. You're going to have to donate here in a second here. The more you talk. <laughs> Lance, great to see you. Yeah. We, are, we have lost it. It's Friday. No, it's perfect. Thing, That's man. what it's about. No doubt. It is. It is. I'm with you, dude. Good I'll to bring see my you. popcorn to New York next time. We'll be yeah. here. <laughs> Extra butter, please. Yep. I hear you. Thanks, brother. Cheers, brother. See you, fellas.